0: The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory.
1: The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I'm proof, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. All he's gotta do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them.
0: Oh, yeah! His very first move is the executive? Was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on hey, the. lunch, sports man. Come on now.
2: Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. What did you do in camp?
0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to the sports desk. It is your guy, one more time, Deser L. Hicks Jr. And you and I are listening to episode 175. Why am I saying it like that? Because I said you were listening to 175 last week and you wasn't. You was listening to 174. Again, I'm one half of your uh, favorite sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me.
2: And this your man Black, we are back once again in the building.
0: One of your f- favorite sportsologists in the building. D, let's get into it. Absolutely, absolutely. We've got a loaded docket today. A lot of t- to talk about. Different variety. Little boxing, little UFC, little WWE. Lots of NBA. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Shout out to everybody last week, man, who listened to uh, episode 174. I got a few people hit me on my, uh, on my phone. Let me know they enjoyed the draft talk. And glad that we was able to... Uh, Put some peace out there with the city of Jacksonville. You know the, t- the the city is on the up and up, and they were glad to hear some people talk about it in a positive way. You know when you're used to negative stuff so much, it's easy to stay there. It's easy to stay there. But I did appreciate the people who reached out, and we gave a you know level headed you know type of uh, response with the Jags in the draft.
2: Hey, real quick, bro. I just want to do this real quick while it's on my mind. Everybody, I want y'all to wish my homeboy When you see him on Twitter or see him out and about Wish him, wish him a happy belated birthday My yes. man celebrated his birthday yesterday Yes You know, we wish my brother, my best friend, all the best My best friend, my brother, 30 plus thirty plus years yep. We want to wish him all the best One of the greatest men I know We wish appreciate you the best it. in life, health, and wealth, my boy And we appreciate,
0: I, I appreciate you very, very much Oh, gee, man <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go there, but I thank you, my man. for real. You know how we give it up. And uh, yeah, I do. It was my birthday. All right, my birthday was on Sunday. We recorded on this Monday. So, y'all probably be hearing this on Tuesday. I was fortunate enough to celebrate another year of life. I had a great time with family and friends. And uh, I feel re energized, Black. I feel I feel focused. I feel real good going into my 38th year mm-hmm. of living. All right. So, I uh, appreciate that for sure. So, like I said, man, we got a load of docket. Let's go ahead and get into it. And I'm not a runner, Black. <laughs> I'm not a runner It is what it is Alright It is what it is And what I'm referring to uh, This past weekend My guy mm. Pound for pound The best in boxing In my opinion mm, Question mark He went down mm. Took a loss by decision This past Saturday night Canelo's oh, Out of ass Took a loss His first loss Since 2013 To Florida right Yeah 2013 loss. So almost a decade Since Canelo Had tasted defeat he lost a majority decision, a split decision. Uh, it was uni- a split decision.
2: Oh, uh, unanimous, my boy. It was
0: yes. okay. Unanimous decision to. I like the way you're trying to take up for. No, no, no. I it's, ain't taking up for. Him, you, you know, being he's real. a guy, so I he expect to. I'm gonna be real. Hold your- <laughs> watch your tone, bro. Like I, I'm just trying to get the people who actually have My apologies. Um, but he took a loss. I forgot the gentleman who he fought. Belvo, Belvo, really- something Belvo. Yeah, Nolan Voigt. Exactly, but, but Canelo took a loss Now the young man came in I don't want to disrespect the man Black, if you could find the man's full name Demetrius Bevel Demetrius Bevel He came Bevel. in undefeated, correct? 19-0 Yes He does hold a championship a world championship at 168 Yeah, so Canelo was going for that one He was going for that belt, yes And he came up short mm. Alright, so Canelo taking a loss Now Black, I'm going to let you talk to me You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you talk to me Because I know you have a whole lot of Things <laughs> to say about yeah, Saul yeah. Matter of fact, man, you were having a Uh Inspirational conversation Mm -hmm. on Friday uh, The day before the fight Actually when we were talking about Where Canelo stands with you How do you see him So kind of put a bow on this thing Black One, what did you think about Canelo His performance Do you take anything away Do you think Canelo is declining Do you think Canelo um, You know it just happened You know he took him a loss Or do you think that this is who you think he is Um
2: I don't think it's a decline, but this is what we see in boxing all the time. We see this in boxing with with uh, with certain fighters, certain great fighters. We see this. We seen it with Roy Jones. We seen it with uh, we we seen it with Oscar De La Hoya. We have seen it with uh, Felix Tito Trinidad. <laughs> we have seen it with him as well. These guys go up and start winning multiple belts and multiple divisions, and they think they can keep going and keep going and and I just kind of want to speak on how how big Roy Jones was for us, and we seen him kept keep doing it. He, I mean, he just dominated division after division after division. They're going up, then he kept going up to heavyweight, and then he conquered the heavyweight division. He conquered it, but when he tried to come back to swords, that's when we kind of seen a decline start. It's really a lot on the body. People have to realize one thing about Canelo. Canelo is a is a natural middleweight fighter. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Canelo Alvarez need to be touching light heavyweight, going up to one sixty eight to try to fight those big boys up there. Mm-hmm. And we seen that product Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Not to take nothing from Canelo Alvarez, I actually like him. I like him as a fighter. I just don't agree with the with the fights that he makes. That he puts the fighters that they, he puts in front of him. They put in front of him to fight. But um, you're fighting a bigger, stronger, heavier guy who just really, did when I went back and seen the highlights, he outlanded Canelo, but he also just leaned on Canelo.
0: Yep, weighed him down. He weighed
2: him down because this guy is like 6'8", almost. <laughs> He's a tall guy mm-hmm. for that division. So he just really leaned on him. And and if you don't know, Canelo is a smaller guy. He just got a big He got a big frame, yep. you know, big body frame. But that's what we've seen in this fight. We've seen it before, even with Tyson Fury and... Um, Deontay Wilder, Fury just leaned on him, put all that heavyweight muscle on him, even though Wilder is a natural heavyweight, but uh, he Fury is like a, big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a big guy, and that's what we've seen in this fight, and he just outclassed Canelo, and this it's, it's crazy to even think to say he outclassed Canelo, because he's usually Canelo doing the outclassing, Yeah, you know, and um, I think he just needs to take a step back, reset, and I really believe he needs to come down and realize, I need to... If I want to come back from this loss quickly, I need to go back down to where I'm comfortable at, the way that I'm comfortable at, and fight these guys who are at the top. That's what people want to see. I don't think Canelo belongs at 168, even though the guy came out today, uh, Bevel. Demetrius Belville, came out today and said he'll... <laughs> he'll come down to fight canelo.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh so they could do it again, but he just need a bigger payday cuz he said he took less or nothing for this fight to fight, to fight canelo. canelo. So he just want he looking for a huge payday now that yeah, he didn't beat canelo. Yeah. But if I'm canelo, um you let this guy make a name off you. No one knew who he was. Mm-hmm. We just know that he was an undefeated fire fighter with potential uh from like he's from Russia or something Russian. like that if I'm not he's Russian if yep. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But the loss in my opinion, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a a big deal in my opinion, but when you go to consider Canelo as being one of the greats, people gonna be like, oh, or oh, is he pound for pound the best? Uh, oh, we don't know. Uh leave it to Terrence Crawford. He said he thinks he's the best pound for pound now that Canelo lost, which mm-hmm. is all, okay, whatever okay, cool. whatever, it, whatever it may be. But um he went so long and was so dominant for so
0: long. A decade when I lost. Know, like you
2: said, he was dominant for so long. So, I don't think we got to be so super hard on Canelo. No. The reason I'm hard and D knows it, I want to see him fight the guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Benavidez, I want to see him fight the Charlo.
2: Benavidez and Charlo's of the mm-hmm. world. I would love to see him fight Spence, even though people would think Spence would get whooped. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, because Spence is a naturally bigger guy who loses a lot of weight mm-hmm. to make to make welterweight. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be a very interesting, big-time money fight mm-hmm. for Canelo. And that's what people want to see. But... um. N- I think Canelo turned right back around, get back in there. Like he said, we're supposed to see him in September. I don't know if it's even going to be Triple G now. I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. with him losing because we're to, he beat this guy didn't get Triple G in Mexico. Mexico yeah, City. September. So I don't know what's going to happen, D. I'm not going to harp down on uh, Canelo. I think he bounced right back, get back in the win column, and hopefully he'll move back down and fight some of these bigger
0: entertaining fights that we want to see. Yeah, I think Canelo just kept climbing a tree like you said. He kept climbing, he kept climbing, and he's been very successful moving up in weight, collecting belts. You know, having some really impressive fights against a lot of guys who, let's be real, and I'm real too, like these guys. If they didn't have a title, they probably wouldn't even be on the undercard Mm -hmm. of a Canelo Alvarez type of fight. But these guys have belts, and this is what Canelo wanted to do. Canelo wanted to collect belts. He wanted the accolades. He made it very clear. I think it was two or three years ago when he first started moving up. I think it was after the the second Triple G fight. He made it clear, I'm going up and wait. I want to get belts. Basically, he wanted to be the Thanos of boxing. Get mm-hmm. all the stones possible. And like you said, you keep climbing, you keep climbing, you keep climbing. And then one night, it might just don't go your way. And it didn't. I don't think Canelo got outclassed. I just think Canelo got woe-eyed. This bigger dude was laying on him, laying on him. Them arms got heavy quick. Canelo slowed down. He was just, I mean, the dude wasn't even hurting Canelo. Canelo was just getting stuck. He was getting stuck. Ultimately, Canelo lost. And like you said, it's so quiet with this Alvarez loss. It's like it didn't even happen. That's how you know it's not something that's going to be a significant stain on his resume. Now, to be real, it's still a loss. Mm -hmm. Now, Canelo do have questions. Can he come back from a loss? What is he going to do to reshape and retool before he gets in there? And you are right, Black. This September, Mexico City is where his next fight will be. We all know Canelo and those who are involved want this to be an event. They When's the last time you had a mega blockbuster fight in Mexico City? I can't very, remember. Very
2: long, long, very long time. I can't
0: remember. Decades. <laughs> so this is what we're getting ready to get. And, and, and I'm with you. I want to see Canelo fight Charlo. I wanna see Canelo fight Ben Fidez. I wanna see, but we know the sport of boxing that we in. Mm-hmm. Are we even gonna get Aaron Spencer Terrence Crawford? You right, D. You, you know right the game that. that we in. And yeah. to be real with you, the only reason why we got that trilogy between Wilder and, and um uh Fury is because Wilder lost. If Wilder would have beat Fury that first time, we wouldn't have never got them fights again. Mm. If Wilder Wilder wanna follow him again? That would have been it. He would have moved on to the next bomb. He owed Fury that fight because what Fury came from. He never lost the belts. Yeah, he never lost the belts. He never lost. Yeah. So there was question there. And I give kudos to Waddle saying, you know what? This to do what y'all say,
2: let's do it. Yeah. And this and, and it was also said when before they was fighting. And it was said, you know, if something happens, it's an automatic rematch. Yeah. And what? And and Tyson Fury said, well, if if I happen to win, I'm gonna give you a shot right back because you took a chance. Yeah. To fight you know, me. To fight me. So, yeah. and that's that's the way that you do it. That's how you're that's supposed you supposed to do that's it. That's how you are supposed to do it. But I have to agree with you, uh, with the. If we gonna even get these fights, we want these fights. This is why me and D love the UFC so much. Yes, because we get the fights that we want. Yes, every month we get them. Every month, <laughs> twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we get them, and, and I yeah. think boxing needs to start coming along here. If it's, if it's, if it's Canello, if it's Terence Crawford, Earl Spence. Somebody needs to step on the gas. These promoters need to start stepping on the gas. Let's get these fights made for Let's boxing. Let's get them going. You know, y'all know, you messing up major paydays here, but I already know what it is. One fighter wants the biggest end of the stick. The other fighter don't want to take down. You think it should be 50-50, 40-50, whatever it is. Let's just make these fights happen. And I'm happy to see a guy like Terrence Crawford take control of his own career in his hands yep. by leaving um, Bob top rank mm-hmm. and Bob Arum. And to Because he wants To Spence fight that bad He's betting on himself Without promotion mm-hmm. He's but betting on himself he's And that's betting saying on a himself. lot yeah. That's saying a lot He's betting on himself Because He hasn't had that he, he had Even though he just Fought Sean Porter Sean Porter is no scrub At Tough all guy. Tough guy Tough guy fight But We've been seeing Terence Crawford pop for the past 5 or 6 years and he hasn't have a a blockbuster fight under his Does resume. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have one, but has what, he even been pay-per-view yet? Yeah, he's been pay-per-view. He's he had pay-per-view, pay-per-view okay. fight okay. yeah, okay. with Canelo is just everything's oh, yeah. blockbuster about him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a star. You know, not to get off, you know, not to steer away from Canelo, everything about him. That's why people want to fight him cuz they know now it's a big payday. We see it we see it in MMA all the time. How many times did Conor get called out on Saturday? D can you count? At least three or four. Maybe more <laughs> and than when, that. And when Floyd Mayweather was in boxing, how many times did he get called every out? Every day, every day, because they want <laughs> they, it. they want the big payday. But boxing is always, oh, I want this much. I want this. I want it's this an ugly piece. game. I want the bigger piece. Ugly I don't game. want this little piece you finna give me. It's an ugly game, but. I think Canelo is going to be just fine, D. I think he' gonna. I really think he'll bounce back. We just need to start back getting these blockbuster fights in in boxing that we're not getting. We need those, and I think this going into the summer, and I mean we're well, going into the fall. They need to really start
0: looking at it and give us some stuff in the fall that we can look forward to. Yeah, the second half of this year is very much on the line for boxing. I will say, boxing had a hell of a twenty twenty one. They did. And I'm not going to lie, the beginning of 22 has been solid. It has. They've had some solid fights, but look, man, the clock is ticking. How are y'all going to close out this year? Because I don't know of any notable fights that I'm locked in on. I don't know any right now. Mm. We need to start getting some signed, sealed, delivered mega fights. In all of these divisions, you have potential blockbuster mega fights. It's a shame if Francis Ngannou is going to have to come from the UFC to fight Tyson Fury later on this year in a hybrid type of fight. That's That's the best you're going to get? That shouldn't be That shouldn't be But we gonna see But Saul took an L It's all good We gonna see my dog bounce back This September In Mexico City And we gonna see what's popping
2: Now I'm very interested in that Like we just saw what Tyson Fury did in in uh, Wembley. Oh, my goodness. It was so I, oh, my goodness. I can only I, I, imagine. I, I I know it's going to be a fight, but I just want to see the, the pageantry yeah, 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 yeah. of him fighting when Mexico City D. When he comes out. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward I to that. That's what I really want to see. Now, we could get another one of those moments. We could. You know they say and, it's going to be in the stadium yeah. out there. So. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm very looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. And I think I think even with him losing this still going to be blockbuster. It's still going to be blockbuster. Oh, of course. You of know course. him him fighting in Mexico City, but not like you say it's just questions of where he at. But I don't think Canelo's worried. Right no. after the fight, where Canelo was he was out in Vegas at the nightclub Having party, a good time. dancing, yeah. singing. I don't think he's too he much worried about it. By, hit. He didn't take it. He yet. didn't take it. he's not too much Worry about it himself So I think we all Need to chill If he would've got
0: KO'd It would've been
2: different Yeah, yeah. But see, it wasn't a ko see, and, and guys like uh, Guys like Roy Jones We seen them get KO'd I mean, And never were the same Embarrassed But Canelo took A unanimous decision long He went 12 rounds With this guy So I think they Either gonna run him back Or we are gonna still get The
0: Triple G fight In uh, Mexico City I guess we will have To wait and see So all our boxing fans Out there Hopefully y'all enjoyed That quick spoonful Full of boxing All my MMA fans You guys are up next Black UFC 264 Took place this past Saturday night And this card potentially Before it happened Was potentially card of the year mm. I mean on paper When you look at all the blockbuster matchups That we had on this on this card Black I got a question for before we get into the top 3 fights Black what's Shogun doing Black Why is Shogun Hua on the card Thinking he was going to beat St. Peru my boy Shogun I don't even know why St. Peru fighting <laughs> Both of them I, need to be out of here I'm just like man It's time for them to go Especially Shogun man It was sad seeing I, Shogun I said damn
2: boy These boys got 24 losses together <laughs> In yeah. <laughs> I think Shog- Shogun had like 10 losses yeah, Peru man. got like 12 yeah, it, was, it
0: was terrible I was terrible.
2: I'm like see. man my goodness man I it was, was like terrible. what's going on same, out here
0: St. Peru won by uh, a split decision over Shogun It's but so boring to watch That was a snoozer for real bro I ain't gonna ride too hard on Shogun Cause he is one of the legends man <laughs> yeah. But come on Shogun it's, it's just time, time, bro. It's, and, Dana,
2: Dana, and, and Dana said, he says it might, it might be time for us to look at some other things for Shogun. Yeah,
0: because Dana, you know, I will say this about Dana. He's loyal to the fighters who got him here. Yeah, and so Shogun when, is one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of them. So yeah. when, when these guys come calling, and like Donna Cerrone, who didn't make the fight because he suffered food poisoning. Joe Lozon like, These these guys shouldn't be in the cage anymore They shouldn't But Dana always finds a way But these are guys who can Help bring this thing to
2: where it's at Oh Joe, yeah no doubt Joe Lozon I was yeah. like man You know how many fight bonuses Joe Lozon Was a able lot. to rack up in his career Yeah a great fighter Yeah great he's fighter. a great fighter But they just older
0: now They, Time, old. the, they the, old. Their yeah. best days are behind them Yes sir Alright Black Let's get in potentially The greatest moment of the night Tony Ferguson defeats I mean Michael Channel defeats Tony Ferguson and an absolute beauty of a knockout front face kill kick to the chin and the first time I ever seen a grown man hibernate I've seen a lot of boxing I've seen a lot of UFC we seen it before I ain't seen nobody like that just go this man was we seen it before but I'm bro <laughs> as soon as Chandler don't forget about Anderson chin, now. I do but he, that boy was gone that boy Tony was gone, Black. Micah Chandler getting a big win over Tony Ferguson. What you think about yeah, the win Michael Chandler?
2: Um, I don't know if you would agree with me, man, but Michael Chandler blockbuster, man. He
0: is. He's exciting. I, I,
2: he just got the it factor for me. He's exciting. I'm like, I, it's not about wins and losses with me with Michael Chandler. You know you're going to get a good one. You know you're gonna get a good one. Yeah. Like if I'm Dan, I'm looking at this man. If you ain't gonna give him Connor. Give him the title shot. Man, let's give him the, let's give just run him. this mud bike with, with Oliveira. All, with Oliveira, because you're gonna have excitement written all over that. And that first fight between the two was good. And really I was mean. like, man, like I wouldn't have never thought because Tony Ferguson was looking so good. I was like, okay. Tony
0: was looking nice. Tony looked like he, yeah. he
2: kind of figured something out. Cause he had lost like, what, three straight? Two, yeah. But man, like. Shout out to Chandler man for doing this homework. He said he noticed in training and watching videos that Ferguson always leaves, you know, he has a wide stance and he leaves everything his open down. in the middle and his mm-hmm. hands down. And man, for him to land a kick like that, man, and I mean he put Tony Ferguson to rest.
0: And I was
2: like, oh man, not like that. And mm-hmm. I have to agree with Dana, man. I think Ferguson needed to take a year off, man, after that one. He needs to take a year yeah. off, man. Yeah, even man. though he just came back from taking a long vacation. Yeah, man. After something like that, man, you gotta chill for a minute, but man, Tony Ferguson, this this kid has the goods for the UFC. This makes Dana White look look good when this guy was a free agent to snatch him up and get him uh in the UFC. And he was one of he's been one of those fighters who's been willing to fight whenever. We literally seen it out of Tony Ferguson. I mean out of uh Mike Michael Chandler. Chandler. He's literally came in and he fought like two or three times in in COVID year if I'm not mistaken and then he fought twice last year and nice this is second this is first time fighting this year so it's it's very exciting to see Michael Chandler in the UFC man and I just hope they can keep building on this
0: with him. He's an excellent fighter. I was wild. I was stunned at the outcome of that fight. I didn't see that one coming. Ferguson got to take a break because the last fight when he fought Gaethje Gaethje put it on him. He was very, very, very badly yeah. when he fought Gaethje the previous fight. So I do agree with Dana. But it's either two things for Channel, like you said, he gets Conor McGregor next in New York City later on this year. Or he gets the championship fight against now the vacant 155 title, which we'll talk about in a second, with Charles Oliveira. It's one or two. It's one or two for Michael Chandler. So great win for Michael Chandler and his team that's a guy that if he's on the card, you want to be in place. Because he's going to, you know, he's going to give you something that you can remember. All right, Black. <sighs> Black, what the hell was going on with Rose, man? Look, bro, we didn't, we did we What's said, going
2: on, man? We said this many times We was when we was kids coming up, bro. You play with fire, you get burned. What's going on, man? You play with fire, you get burned.
0: Well, Carlos Esparza, uh, th- Carla that- Esparza defeats Rose Naminuris. Split decision To claim her second win over Rose And her second UFC strawweight title Over Rose now, I mean, Yunez, This past Saturday night And can we say snoozer At it's best black What are your thoughts on the fight And Rose's just approach Was she not a little out of character Late in, that, late in those rounds
2: Let me tell you something bro Pat Berry mm. You gotta go bro uh! Mm. And you may not agree with me mm. but it can't be two it can't be it can't be two alpha dogs in the corner it can't be it can't be two alpha dogs can't be. in a nice in a in a very nice way <laughs> uh, her head coach was trying to tell her you need to engage more she did he well, did but Pat Barry kept telling her look at the crowd you yeah this is what you want? No no. <laughs> no no this is not what you do no this is not what you do right I hate I hate this for Rose. I hate it. Now it's becoming okay. You can defend the belt once, but we know the second time you fight, you're going to lose it. You try to defend it, you're going to lose it. Now you potentially have to sit back and wait. And then already came back and said he don't know if he's going to rematch just because it was that awful. Now you got to wait and see who's going to win out of Juana. And, and we. And we. Yeah. And you may have to fight one of these girls
0: again. again. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's going to be a much difficult fight. Yep. Rose was not aggressive at all to me. D. It's like she ran around the ring the whole time. Disappointing. And then I'm And then um, Daniel Cormier was saying it so perfectly. She was like, he was like, if uh, a, what's her name? Carla Carla Sparza Carla Sparza If she takes her down One or two times She wins. She could win this fight And that's what happened She
0: took her down twice And
2: won the fight That's what happened D. I mean man They need to figure Some things out Pat Berry doesn't need To be in the corner You're my fiance Be my fiance <laughs> <laughs> it can't not be two alpha males in the corner uh, Pat Barry was all the way wrong For the things that he was telling Rose in that corner When the head coach guy was trying to tell her Come on, you need to engage more But right. he you want to step on Pat Barry's feet Because I'm guessing he's a so-called fiance But forget that, bro We trying to keep championships They went 0-2 last night in their camp 0-2 Yep I don't forget. I can't even remember the, the the head coach name. I'm sitting here trying to think about it. I think it's women Wilmington or something like that. I can't think of his name, but he's such a great coach. Look at Usman. Look at Usman. Look at how far he didn't Usman and came since he's been in that camp. Mm-hmm. We know Gaethje is a great. He's become a good good fighter as well. He's very good. But in and, and Rose, she just. Ascends, but things like this, it's not what we need to see from Rose. We were just sitting here a few episodes ago saying, Rose, we could see Rose going to the next level, and not this.
0: And now this. And now this. But
2: I really believe, D, this come down to coaching. This came down to Pat Berry in that corner. Two alpha males trying to say two different things, and she listened to the wrong stuff out there,
0: bruh, in yeah. that corner. And that's what it came down to. Yeah, Rose was... I, I felt for doing the fight Because she, Like you said She was being told Two different things to do That came down to coaching You want to go with Pat Barry? He's your fiance He's taking the lead And giving the advice And then I, I, I can't forget The other guy he, this, this guy He To me he's the needs to be the head coach he's He is the, one, the head coach he, he, <laughs> He's the one Pushing out the champions He's telling Rose What to do Like hey You need to kind of Get away from the game plan Get it going up Rose got to make a decision here if Pat is going to be in the corner, Pat Bear got to be behind the cage. Mm. He got to be supporting. He can't be the one taking the lead. Don't get me wrong. Has Pat Bear done the wonders for Rose? Absolutely. But this past Saturday night, she was outclassed. Coaching-wise. Mm. Carla Sparza had, has no business being a strawweight champion. No business. She has no business being a strawweight But you know what? She did what she needed to do to win the title. Can't be mad at that. She knew what Rose was not going to do. She knew Rose was playing plaguing to the crowd. It was so so unlikely of Rose in rounds four that she was predicating to the crowd, throwing her hands up, having a smirk, staring down Carla. I'm like, who is this? What happened to I'm the best? I'm the best. What happened to all this training and all this metamorphosis that she had been through and you beat two... For her to win her titles, bro, she beat two of the baddest women ever.
2: Yes, she did. You
0: got an opportunity to, one, get your loss back off of Carla Sparzel. She beat you, Rose. She made you tap. She cost you the strawweight championship the first time. The inaugural strawweight championship. Mm-hmm. And now this. So if I'm Dana White, I don't give Rose a rematch. I don't give him one. Uh, because Rose, Rose didn't go on a run like that. To be like, damn. She like, didn't go on
2: the run the first time she had the
0: belt. She beat Joanna twice,
2: and she beat Wee twice. No, she beat Joanna twice. Beat the, Joanna, first time, the first time she had the belt, she beat Joanna twice. Then, then she went lost. and fought old girl in Brazil and, and she got lost. slammed on her head. That's what I'm saying. So she only defended the belt that's one, what time. one time. That's what
0: I'm saying. She didn't go on no run. Yeah, she's never so been she, on a run. She hasn't earned that immediate rematch like uh, 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 Amanda Nunez. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, automatic. She automatic. It don't matter what happens. She, she getting it. So it's sad to see... But it's going to be really interesting what Dana does. That strawweight division, it's not much there. You only got three or four fighters who can bring the juice. Do you wait on Wee? Do you wait on Joanna, the winner, gets the title shot? I think you do. Because those two ladies can't fight Rose again. Because she's beaten them twice mm-hmm. as champion. That's crazy. So, so Dana got to kind of open back up the division. You make Rose sit and wait. You give Rose the loser of Wang and Joanna. Mm -hmm. You let the winner of Wang and Joanna go on to fight Carla. Whoever wins those two fights, that's your next championship fight. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. But I got a feeling you're coming up on the summer. 4th of July and all that, September, all that's coming around. Dana really rolls out the big fights then. Rose is a superstar. Got a feeling Rose might get that immediate rematch with Carla Spaza, But we'll see what happens. Okay. We'll see what happens. All right, Black, the main event of the night. A lot of controversy going into this fight. Charles Oliveira, 155-pound champion, quote-unquote, did not make weight on Friday at the weigh-ins. Went in at 155.5 on the scale he was over a half pound. They gave him an hour to lose a half pound. He could not. They stripped him of the championship there. Now the title was vacant. Gaichi, number one contender. If he would have won this fight, he would have been crowned champion. Oliveira wins. The championship is still vacant. So before we get into the actual fight, Black, are you uneasy about the way Oliveira was stripped? Have you learned enough and know enough now to be like, you know what? That was kind of that was kind of cold, man. Like, why, why do you have move moving like that? Or do you understand what Dana was saying in the presser? Dana was saying basically, "Hey, the champions know you come in at weight, or you come underweight, or you're stripped. <laughs> That's what it is." Well,
2: it ain't always been like that. We had that conversation. We did for the times he's done with Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. You reminded me of that, mm-hmm. and I guess now, I, I guess now with uh, Oliveira. I don't, I don't know what this was. I, I think it sucks for him. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing I was saying to myself. I was like, man, I'm looking at Oliveira. I'm like, man, he's the champion. And you see it with all the champions who have, who's starting to have reign. I mean, long reigns as champion. Once they start, you know, putting some wins up under there, once they get the belt and start defending a lot. They start going to get nutritionists and people who handle their meals and their weight mm-hmm. cut. All of, I think Oliver needs to tap into that. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing everything. He has a team, but he's doing the weight cut a hard way. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard for him to do. And you want to see your top fighters, you know, your face of the, of the UFC. You want to see them be able to have nutritionists and be mm-hmm. able to make easy weight cuts. I think he needs to taps and tap into that. But I agree with Dana. You, If you're the champion, you have to make weight. The champ, the champion, does not need to miss weight, but if if it's a scale thing, or I know they say he stepped on a digital and he was he made weight, he made weight, and then he stepped on a the scale, scale and he, he was he over, and, mm. you know, so I don't know, D, I I hate that he got stripped because I like Oliveira, man, I like him a lot, I like him a lot, I hate that he he's got earned his spot, but. I think he going to get it back. <laughs> you know we'll what I'm see. saying? I think we won't have a problem like this. This is just a learning experience for him and you can really tell he was now this is the most engaged engaged I've seen Oliveira. He's always Raw been a calm Emotional breathing guy in, breathing, breathing in Breathing, breathing out, out Almost meditating was, Before fights He was really aggressive Ramped up From Friday to They stepped in the ring And got and at throwing. it Throw throwing And I was like Ooh, Man I loved it Yeah so yeah I just think this is A learning lesson for him But I definitely want to him, See him start getting The nutritionist In there to help him With that weight cut Start eating the, You know good meals And everything So it could be easy on him So we do not have yep. to have Problems like this no anymore
0: I hate it for Charles I really really do I really hate it for Charles that he got stripped of that championship. We've been watching all of there for over a decade. Mm-hmm. Grind, climb, grind, climb, grind, climb to the top of this division. Even all the way up to his title shot that he got, he was still picked to be the underdog. Still And what a beautiful fight Between him and Michael Chandler Even after that He goes into his next title defense Dustin Poirier Underdog. Poirier's coming off Of beating Gregor Everybody dance, just They went ahead and crowned Poirier This is the coronation <laughs> And Charles Oliveira said <laughs> Over my dead body And he choked him Get him up out of here But you're right Black <sighs> The rules are the rules Everybody else Dana said everybody else Stepped on this scale Everybody else stepped on the scale, and we had no problems. So I got to kind of roll with Dana here because Mm -hmm. he can't do – because Oliver and said they need to open up an investigation. Dana was like, we're not opening up an investigation. We watch everybody get on the scale. It's live. You can YouTube it. So when Dana was kind of making sense of the situation, I was like, Charles, I'm just going to have to eat this one, bro. Mm -hmm. Because most champions, to be real with you, what they come in at? A half-pound under? Mm-hmm. championship they do. weight they do 154 and a half mm-hmm. that's what you see 169 that's what Gaethje was that's what I'm saying yeah. when guys come into these opportunities it ain't no question mm-hmm. they're under the limit so I gotta roll with Dana here Dana made me feel better after hearing what he had to say yeah, at the yeah I, agree. I at agree at the press. now to the fight by God <laughs> Justin Gaethje, when he gets in the cage, Justin Gaethje is always the feared man in the cage, except on two occasions. When he fought Khabib, he was not. And the energy from Oliveira, I was like, man, why do I feel like this for the fight star? <laughs> I'm worried about Justin Gaethje before this. I said, man, Gaethje usually is the one. You know that. Mm-hmm. Hey, this boyfriend finna come crack some and leave real decent. But Olivero just came in and he was not playing. He was so precise, taking big shots from uh, Gaethje. Gaethje put him down twice. Charles got right back up. Then Charles puts Gaethje down twice. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> this was a fantastic fantastic event between these guys in his first round, but then you just seen the skill from Oliveira, and I love what Joe Rogan said as we, uh, at the, after the fight was over Joe Rogan said, you can just tell Oliveira, he's just in another class the jiu-jitsu, the striking, the head movement, the feet movement, the way he throws his hands, the way he times, his like choking people out. He's in another class. He said, is the best in this division. There shouldn't be any conversation. He said, you got Chandler, you got all these different guys, but this guy here is the best in this division, and he showed it. Who has ever done Justin Gaethje like that? <laughs> <laughs> I know Khabib tapped him. Yeah, it it was a wrestling tatted, match. Yeah. But I'm talking about hands. Well, yeah. this man is clear cut clear cut the best 155 in the world he will get a child well he will get a championship opportunity next up it just depends on who it's going to be it depends on who it's going to be and that fight i can tell you right now whoever is in there with him Ooh. by lord you better come ready to go boy you better come ready to go job well done for charles keeping his focus because he could lay down he could have said the hell with it. Yeah. Y'all want to play with me like this, blah, blah, blah. And he could have, you know, went out there and took an L. But he said the champion got a face and he got a name. And his name is Charles Oliveira. I said, mm. yes, it is, sir. <laughs> yes, it is. So, UFC 174, go ahead.
2: It was, it was, I was very, very impressed, D. Absolutely. Like, I could just imagine if we were in that type of situation and you just <sighs> stripped me, i mean, like, ah. Uh, you just stripped me. My mind would probably be all over the place, but you got to give credit, not only to Oliveira, but the guys around him. His team, yes. His team kept him focused. They was like, you need to use this. Use it. You need to use it. Mm-hmm. And man, like, this fight for me sent Oliveira to that next level. Oh, yeah. He's a different class. I think class. it sent him to that next level. Like I'm talking about level like Usman and yeah, 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 those guys who are, champ- mm-hmm. who are champions. Yeah, different class. Because it... Adversity, we, we, and fighting adversity always comes. And look who he be. He have adversity outside of the ring, and then he had adversity in the ring as well. We see Oliveira these past past few fights. I mean, he is walking through guys' punches like, I don't care. Hit me, I'm gonna fall, I'm
0: gonna get back up, and I'm gonna choke you. And he did it. And he did it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Look who like just
2: said We've been watching this guy for I don't know, over, I don't a know over, a over a decade And it's always He's got the label Oh he's a quitter You know He's this he's that. No. He has potential He has He has He has come miles and miles away He's from come full that. circle He's come full he's come circle He's come full circle And we've seen this once before We've seen this before with uh, what's uh, With With uh, Lawler. What's his name? We seen this with Robin Lawler. Robin Lawler, Lawler. When Robin Lawler was really going through hard times. In thought his he was in. We thought he was done. We thought he was done. And, man, he went on a tear. Won the title and He defended. went on a tear and defended it a few, few times. times. But I think Oliveira man, can hold on to this belt as long as he wants. Because yep. like you say, D, he is my – I just think he's – I have to agree with you. He is miles and miles away better than everybody else in this division. Yeah, skill. Skill-wise. Yeah. And you see it, and I'm like, man, I'm looking at this. We we know Gaethje is known as the big heavy puncher, but we have to realize Gaethje was a Division One World wrestling champion. He was like, I ain't, I got that, but I ain't finna use that With error. because he knew he knew. As soon as he, he got know. down there, and man, when I seen the when it was going back and forth, and people was getting they, getting wobbled. I was like, man, if Olivera catch this dude and he fall, it's a wrap it's for him. And Right when I was thinking that, Boom. it happened. Boom. Soon as soon as Olivera hit him, D. Boom. Right to your neck, cause I was like, oh man, he finna arm bar him at first, but he switched that. And so the way he switched switched that thing, cause Gaethje got out of the arm bar. But Oliver was like, you just played right into my yeah, hands. Yeah, I think Oliver wanted that. He opened himself up. And caught that neck. And caught that neck. And it was a wrap. <coughs> Gaethje went out for a minute. I think he came back and did he tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. He <laughs> but did. But I'm like, man, this guy just continues to make statement after statement. And we seen it even before he had the belt when, when he beat Ferguson, the way he beat Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the way he did Chandler. Chandler. Like... These are these are guys. If they're fighting someone else, they're usually going to win their fight. Yeah. Uh, Olivero man is the best at one fifty five. He's going to continue to be. I don't even care who his matchup is. The I think it's movie. only one person who can beat him. I, I think it's only. I don't even think the one person, think person you're thinking about can beat him. I think Chandler can beat him. And I don't I, I, I don't, Chandler I, be I don't think Chandler can beat him because I think he can. the the, the thing with Olivero. He's so
0: long, D. He is.
2: He's so long. He, he can cause problems. He is. If somebody beat me, they literally gonna have to knock him out. They can they ain't gonna be able to do it no other kind of way. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Chandler's the only one
0: who could potentially yeah. beat him.
2: So I would I would love to see him and Chandler again. I would love to see him and McGregor. I don't even think McGregor could beat him. No. You no, know, cause I don't even think, and people be like, Man I want to see him fight McGregor. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't even want my boy to fight him. I no, I no. pray McGregor don't take. I hope please he don't do
0: you, please don't do it. Because you, you know I love you, Connor. <laughs> don't do it, Connor. If you have I just so happen To listen it to is. this
2: Please Kinda Connor don't do it, At the no. sports desk here We begging you Beggeth Please don't do it Please don't do this Cause this gonna man. Have to be the time We gonna say Nah bro yeah, You tripping We trippin'. can't roll
0: with you You can't You losing
2: <laughs> But yeah man Shout out to Oliveira, man And um Looking forward to his next title shot
0: Whoever he gets that with Yeah, great, great card for the UFC 174, man Um, And it was a great event, man Minus the Rose and uh, Carlos situation It was a great event All right, so we almost headed to that NBA time But we gotta speak real quick on my dog, man (laughs) The rumor mill is swirling, man. For all who don't know, this is the great Roman Reigns' music from the WWE. The head of the table, the leader of the bloodline, the undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Champion. What a name. Universal World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> well, Black, the rumors are starting to kind of surface, man, that uh, this year could be the last year for Roman Reigns um, and as an active WWE participant. Uh, he weirdly took to a house show this past weekend and acknowledged the fans and just want, told them thank you and if this is my, if this gonna be my last time come around here, I didn't wanna miss this opportunity. I guess that was some of the old summer grounds where he was when he was coming through the NXT ranks. So we took some time after a match, man, and uh, the footage got out the next morning and I'm watching the footage, I was like, wait a second, <laughs> Wait a second, Black. Man, you kind of talked about this earlier. Do you feel that Roman is going in the footsteps of what The Rock has done and what John Cena is doing? Is is he? Do you think he can be that guy that can transition into the next big? Action superhero and become that part-time WWE guy that we get at WrestleMania and SummerSlam.
2: Uh if that's what he's going to do, D, you know, I wish him the best. But like I was telling you, I was like guys like Cena, The Rock, Orton. I mean well, I mean not Orton, Batista. We were able to see these guys in their acting bag early while they still were wrestling. So we don't really know how much we're gonna get from Roman Reigns on that part. I know that's going to be that's going to have to be some work put into that, you know. Like I told you, the one time we seen him, and that was on one of the Fast and Furious movies, and he didn't say a word. The most he said was "wah." Yeah. That's the most he said, and and I don't know, you know. But if that is what it is, I wish him the best. Wrestling is really going to miss him. He's such, he's so great in the ring. Everything he does for the WWE is truly going to be missed. I think, for me, in my opinion, I think he was he was best. In reign with the WWE, he's a mega star. And and those other guys, too, were also mega stars, and they took the lead. So I hope that it works out for him. I want it to work out for him, but I'm just a little concerned because we haven't seen much in that acting bag with him. But um, I'm happy for Roman. If that is the role he takes, I wish him the best. But I feel like WWE, and you you probably disagree with me with, with him leaving, I hope they I hope they're going to have something great in place because they really I feel like they'll take a hit with Roman Reigns not being there. I felt that way with The Rock because for a while it was really stalled when The Rock left. We didn't we we would people were missing The Rock and they had to come up with something. So hopefully the WWE can bounce back and you know I wish Roman all the best if that's what he's going to do. You know, but uh, just a little concerned about the acting back part of it, did. But I know you probably could say something different about it but uh, the way I feel is that I just need to see more on that part for him to take that leap
0: yeah, it'll happen. I mean, the, the Rock, you know, even though he was a great wrestler, he had to take acting lessons. He had to kind of be, you know, softball certain parts. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go look at some of The Rock's earlier movies, Hobbs and Shaw and Hercules and yeah, The Mummy, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the things that he could knock out. Got a great physique. It's an action movie. He beat and killing people. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns are probably following that same lane. John Cena, you know, he took a different type of lane. Mm-hmm. But I think Cena's doing well. He's yeah. a, you know, and I think Roman would be... On the same thing. A lot of people don't remember. When Roman first came to WWE. The big stage. He was a mute. He couldn't really talk or do interviews. Matter of fact. uh, Vince and the creative team. Sent Roman away to speaking school for 2 months. He was just out of action because his his uh promos were so bad mm-hmm. when he was a part of a shield but Dana uh uh Dana but Vince was like man we got something with this guy. If he can get right on the mic with his physique and how he looks. I mean when you look at him he's like a world class action hero. He do. He like a Marvel like a Marvel perfect sculpted like Yeah, he a like boy like. if he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, that's what he looked like. So <laughs> they sent him away and he got some talking uh some speech lessons or whatever to run them on the microphone. And look at him now; mm-hmm. he's killing it. And like you said, if he leaves, which I think that he will, because he's made it known that you know wrestling was going to be a pit stop for him. He wanted more. He wanted to see how far he could go. And 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 you can't hate a guy for that. But Roman is at the peak of his career right now. He's yeah. in the absolute prime. The bloodline, like he's doing a fantastic job. But that's how it goes. Once when The Rock left, he left high. He did He left high When Cena left He, he left, left high. high And this is what it is This is what it goes with I, I'm a huge fan of Reigns Huge I've been a fan of Reigns Even before It became cool To like Reigns Cause now I think A lot of people Are coming around to him mm-hmm. The We The Ones And his cousins by his side And the music And poem. Yeah. Now it's cool It's, it's cool. cool To run yeah. with the bloodline I was rocking with him before that. <laughs> well, a lot of people was like, man, he sucks. He came. y'all tripping. But if it's his time, it's his time. Hopefully, we can get him at WrestleMania's and SummerSlam's against some of the biggest thing. The only thing I will hate if we can't get him and Rock at SummerSlam before he goes. I think at SummerSlam w- or yep, WrestleMania? W- SummerSlam. I okay. think the WWE is putting their foot on the gas to see if they can get Rock and Reigns before SummerSlam because the rumor is SummerSlam is it for him he's going to be hanging around the SummerSlam and then he's going to go so we'll see what happens man so we just want to take some time for all our wrestling fans out there to talk a little about Roman Reigns of course we'll be very very close to this story as anything kind of unfolds and breaks regarding how often we're going to see Reigns of course we'll get back to y'all All All right, for all you basketball nuggets out there who've been waiting patiently for 47 minutes and 55 seconds you don't have to wait no more let's go ahead and get this thing going black let's go ahead and get into what we have on the docket for the national basketball association let's go ahead and get into the hottest topic that's out here right now earlier this morning uh monday morning around 10 a.m got the alerts woes reported that nikolai Jokic, center from the denver nuggets last year's mvp will indeed win his excuse me his second mvp in a couple of days Alright They're going to have A formal announcement That Jokic Is going to be Back To back MVPs Black if you don't mind <laughs> I just need a couple minutes Hit that Hit that, Hit that. I just need A couple minutes
1: Gangsta gangsta Chris Salta Chris
0: Now, Jokic is a great player. This is no way, shape, or form going at Jokic. It's not. Jokic is a great player. Some people say he's a top five player in this league. Some people say he's sitting right outside the top five. It just depends on who you talk to. But y'all know what this is, man. This is Steve Nash versus Kobe Bryant all over again. Oh, man. This is Steve Nash versus Kobe Bryant all over again. Follow me. When Steve Nash won that MVP, they gave it to Nash off the analytical numbers. What he's done, the numbers. What did the numbers say? What did he do? Was anything that he did all-time great when you look at Jokic's numbers for this year? Yeah, first player ever with like 5,000 points and 2,500 rebounds or something like that that he had. He had some kind of wild stat out there that no one has ever done before. Okay, whatever. But did you watch the games? Did you watch them? Same thing with Kobe Bean Bryant. When everybody knew it was in the bag, Kobe finna get his first MVP by God. Seven, eight straight games of 45 plus points, leading his team in points, rebounds, assists, everything. And then David Stern gets up on TNT and names Steve Nash back-to-back MVPs. Excuse me? So we didn't watch Joel Embiid this year. Let me remind you guys, his running mate, His so-called second best player on the team at one point, Ben Simmons, did not show up to play. The 76ers never went below fifth in the Eastern Conference all year long. Mm. Ben Simmons did not play. He didn't receive James Harden until after the All-Star break. Joel Embiid won the scoring title this year, if I'm not mistaken, as a center. Joel in finished top five in rebounds and top ten in assists as a center. Shot 45 plus percent from the field. Now, did Jokic shoot 45% from the field? Sure he did. Look only got his rebounds. You're treating Jokic like he a guard. And people say, well, he didn't have Michael Porter Jr. And he didn't have uh 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 what's, what's, what's the point guard? The point uh, guard. Uh, uh, Murray. He didn't have uh Murray out there. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. But when you, you, we just seen it. When you take away Embiid, the 76ers are a lottery team. Embiid on the floor, his presence was loud and clear. His productivity on the floor while you're watching the game, it was clear. He was the best. Ba- I ain't saying Yoke's ain't good, bro. Don't nobody hit my phone tonight, bro. You out about Yokos, bro. Don't hit my phone. Embiid. Was Kobe Bryant. Jokic was Steve Nash. Steve Nash had a great time, had a great time. Great year on the floor. He did a lot of things. But this is asinine. <laughs> Joel Embiid was, it's clear. What's the better play? The NBA, they always find a way to do this. Then I see here, where's Brian Winhorst from ESPN today, says, oh, I voted for Joel and B." And then I see uh, Michael Wilbon, oh, I voted for Joel Embiid. Everybody say that Joel, they voted for Joel and B. Well, obviously, y'all didn't. Somebody Jordan, uh, uh, voted for Nikolai Jokic. <laughs> Some of y'all lying. Only, it's the only media vote, right? Yeah, media. Oh. They the only people you can vote for. So, somebody lying. Somebody. <laughs> All y'all want to say, a lot people, of media, That's bro. what I'm saying. It's I'm a saying, of media. bro. Somebody <laughs> lying, bro. And then with her, somebody, oh, I knew that they were going to give it to him. Because if you look at certain numbers that he had, Joel ain't had numbers? <laughs> he won a scoring title. Team never went below fourth to fifth in the East all year. As a matter of fact, at one point in the season, without James Harden or Ben Simmons, who's the number one seed in the East? The 76ers. Correct. With the Denver Nuggets in position at all? Not one time, To be a sir. one,
2: two, three,
0: four, or
2: five seed in the West? Not one time,
0: sir. They stayed to succeed the whole year <laughs> So what we doing here So what we doing So not to take thing from Yoke But Embiid was robbed This was his MVP He might not get another opportunity to claim an MVP Cause this was his year Healthy no injuries He played all year long Oh and don't forget he no first team all NBA either Who didn't have first seen? He Embiid won't get it Oh no he will not <laughs> He will not get first team Messing his money up Nikolai Jokic because mm-hmm. it's only one center position. Nikolai Jokic. NBA. It sucks, man. NBA, y'all got to stop this. Like I said, I'm going to shoot at the black. This is Kobe Bryant and Steve Nash all over again. Stop talking to me about analytics and watch the basketball games. Black, what
2: you got? Yeah, well, I got the alert around about 9:02 a.m. this morning. <laughs> and, um,. <laughs> I was loading my pallets from the 28-hour dog food, <laughs> went into the trailer, and uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, set off, <laughs> I set my G-Force off, man. I set my G-Force off, man. I said, oh, Lord, I done bumped the pallet. Mm. <laughs> I done bumped the pallet. <laughs> I said, man, heck oh no, man. Yeah. I said, man, this can't be right, man. And I was, the first thing went in my mind, man, I said, man, I hope MB used this, man. I hope he used it in this playoffs and we know basketball. I just hope he do something special to let y'all know y'all done messed up. Mm. But man, it's no way that Luka, I mean, no way that the Joker deserved this over Embiid. MB has by far all season been one of the best players on the NBA floor. All year. All year long. Yeah. Through adversity. Not having running mates. This guy stayed pat and true to what he was and what, he, what he's become. If it's one player over the past four years who game has improved every single year, it's been Embiid's. It's been his. Joker has too, but Embiid's on made the way Embiid's been doing it, it's been great to watch. And especially for a guy who didn't pick up basketball till he was in high school. He didn't touch a ball till he was in high school. No plans of playing basketball in his mind. He just wanted to get a degree and walk off into the, run up to the sunset. But no, the basketball guy said, you're coming this way. And for the work that this kid has put in for y'all, for the NBA to rob him, it is disgusting. You media people out there, you disgust me. Oh. Whoever voted for Joker, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. This is highway robbery. It is. They just looked at they just looked at them and say, stick them up.
0: <laughs>
2: stick 'em up. You ain't getting this trophy. <sighs> you out for reach for a nah, buddy. You touch you touch that glass, you can... get <laughs> Bro, it's just, I just can't believe it, man Yeah, man And man, he's had an awesome year Oh yeah. And year. then I, I was sitting, I was sitting and we were talking And that's why I like work conversations when we're talking about sports, man And I'm just sitting, I was like, man And one of my coworkers brung up the fact that, well, bro, you also know he won't get first team I said, oh, no, now they messing the money up Oh, yeah Now they messing the money up yeah. This was his year to be first team All NBA MVP. Philly was gonna have to back that Brinks truck up and, to his house and
0: empty it, and empty. But no,
2: but no. I hate this for Embiid, bro. But I hope he uses it. I hope he, you know, I don't know the playoffs. People, just, I just hope he do something special to remind the NBA they made a bad decision. They made a bad decision not giving him this MVP. And I hate that for Embiid, but I think, like I said, I think he'll he'll bounce back next year, and he'll be in the running forward again next year, and, and hopefully he can win it win it next year, D.
0: Your last name for me, man, Embiid did it the whole year. Jokic came on late. He did. Jokic came on late, and he came on strong. Yeah, Jokic was he, struggling early in the he year. He was, yeah. but Embiid yeah. did this all year. This is supposed to be the most valuable player of the season. So that's what it was. So not to take nothing away from Jokic, man, but like I said, this Kobe versus Steve Nash all over again. Joker didn't do this all year, dog. He did not do this all year. MB did this all year. The man won, won the scoring title. He won. A, was Jokic even in the top five in scoring? Somebody need to was. let me know. I don't even think he was. So that's my problem that I have with this man. You want a guy all year long? That's like when LeBron when LeBron don't get MVPs. You got play, Michael Jordan and get MVP. You got guys doing this thing all year long, but when it's time come down to give me give get the trophy away, you want to give it to a guy who had it three months, who had the juice three months. That's not how this thing should go, man. I just think it's sickening that Joel and B did not win this year's MVP. I just think it's sickening. I just think it's sickening. All right, Black, let's go. What you got? Who's top five scores? Top five scores for this season. Well, LeBron, oh, Embiid, what, well, what, Durant, maybe? Uh, top five scores were
2: Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Ja Morant,
0: LeBron, and LeBron James. Like I said, the man did it all year long. He did it all year long. All right, man, let's go ahead and move on. Before we get into the playoffs, man, Black, I gotta I need another couple of minutes, but <laughs> I just need a couple minutes here because I'm about to.
2: I'm just sick of this bro Bro you gonna bring the Undertaker back boy? I, I hope I do <laughs>
0: I'm just so sick of this dog The not worry it's almost over y'all Cause I'm really that hot Now Sports Competitiveness It could be anything You could compete in You could be playing rock paper scissors You could be playing uh, uh, hopscotch, double dutch, softball, baseball, basketball, soccer, what have you, video game, whatever it is, competition, when it's at its finest, it's supposed to be heated, it's supposed to be borderline friendships just about to be dissolved, it's supposed to be borderline, boy, I'm about to throw these hands, I hope you got something you can throw back. It's supposed to be intense if you're trying to win. If you're really in love with winning, it's supposed to be tough, gritty, grimy, grinded out. That's what it's supposed to be when you're talking competition. Now, the NBA, I've never been one to try to compare eras. I got the OGs telling me, boy, the 70s and 80s, boy, they'll knock your block off. Then I got myself and people, black and those around me, saying, "Man, the athleticism of these guys these days—they won't even be able to put a hand on these boys because they're so bigger, so much faster, so much stronger." But the one thing I can't tolerate is crying, (laughs) whining, "Oh me, he hurt me, he touched me." This goes all the way back to Steve Kerr two weeks ago. Now, nobody want to see Gary Payton II break his elbow. And for what it's worth, if you want, Dylan Brooks came across his noggin. No, no, no. It started before then. Draymond Green catching uh, uh, Jackson well, hey, Who was it? I, he he caught somebody in the L. Kid fell down. They threw Draymond out. I don't think that was worth the throw out. I just think Draymond should've got a flagrant and a tech or whatever. The kids, you free throws, you keep going. The guy didn't get hurt. It wasn't nothing. wild. Matter of fact, did Draymond reach for him and bring him down? Whatever. He says he didn't. Everybody else says he did. I didn't think it warranted in the playoffs. Game one on the road. I'm going to say that again. Playoffs. Game one on the road. I didn't think Draymond should've been suspended. That's my take. Next up, you knew that the Grizzlies were going to try to get some get back. I'm cool with that. That's how I go. You touch mine, I'm going to touch one of yours. Fine. Dylan Brooks come down, make a wild swat at Gary Payton. If if he was going for the ball of the head, let's just say he was going for the head. Mm -hmm. Drop Gary Payton. Did you think Dylan Brooks had any intentions of Gary Payton breaking his elbow? No, he did not. He wanted to rough him up, put him on his back, and hopefully he get up and keep the game going. That's all he wanted to do. But Gary Payton tried to break his fall, broke his elbow. And here comes Steve Nash. Well, you got a code in the league.
2: <laughs> what area you, got you playing cold. in?
0: You got a code in the league. <laughs> I said a code? You just don't do certain things like that. You know, Gary is a hungry young player. He finally finds a home and find his... Shut up, Steve! <laughs> I almost threw up in my mouth listening to Steve Kerr trying to... Oh, this was so unruly. Huh? Steve, you saying this? You come from an area where you got Punched in the face by Jordan (laughs) So what you talking about And then this thing carries on Here we go again Next game you got uh, John Morant end of the game Tussling Jordan Poole they trying to get the ball from him They say Jordan Poole reached for John Morant's kneecap and that's why John Morant is questionable and may miss tonight's game because of Jordan Poole touched his kneecap. And then the head coach for the Grizzlies gets up there and said, my, 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 it, it, you know, that that we're going to have the league look at it. Look at what? <laughs> that's the same broke down knee job been dealing with all year. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to call Jordan Poole a dirty player. That was a dirty play. The league need to look at it, man. Yo. The NBA has turned into a softball league. It has. You can't touch nobody. You can't play hard. You can't do none of that. Now, if somebody did lip now, if the current rambler's getting line in the middle of the uh, basketball flow, now that's something else. If you got dudes, if somebody that's catching a Stone Cold Stunner at the free throw line, that's different. But don't come holler at me about no contact. <laughs> Y'all playing for a championship. Ain't not supposed to come easy. Injuries happen. I'm so sick of this watered down diet coke version of the NBA. Everybody cry. LeBron cry. Giannis cry. Tatum cry. Everybody cry. Ain't nobody putting their head down and hooping. And now you got the coaches going to the stands now. Oh, I know who putting their head down. Now you got coaches going to the stand now. Oh, this is the code that's being broke. John Moran, you want to tweet after the game broke the code. <laughs> no, John ja Moran, you broke the code by being in Valencia Strip Club the night before, before a playoff game. Oh, no. Nah. That's breaking the code, Ja. Oh, no. Nah, that's man. what Twitter said. The Twitter. Yeah. Mm. That's breaking the code. I'm sick of this crybaby panda. This baby powder and diaper basketball league, my boy. Y'all boys need to strap up your sneakers. Put an extra knot in your shorts and go hoop. Mm. Steve Kerr, shut up. Whoever the head coach is for the Grizzlies, bro, you really need to shut up because you sit up there trying, you trying to make Jordan Poole to be a dirty player. You know a good way that man was going stripping for the ball and had his hand end up being on John Moran's skinny knee that's already swollen. <laughs> I'm sick. This is the playoffs. I can see this was the All-Star game. Now, that's different. You shouldn't be doing nothing crazy in the All-Star game anyway. This is just for fun. But this is what we doing? We're coming to the podium crying about calls? <laughs> I'm sick of it. Black, anything on the softness of the league right now? Yeah, man. It's just
2: crazy. in. in and what you're talking about is crazy. Steve Kerr and the Memphis coach, man, these guys, y'all just got to stop, man. It's, they they really make it bad because you know the ticky-tack. And you see it in the, in the refs, always respond to it because the next game, beep, you get the whistle. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, God dang, man, the game going to last about 1 o'clock because mm-hmm. y'all blowing the whistle so much. But in the same breath and, and, and something you said, what happened to you, you putting your head down and balling? And I was just speaking on this. We had a con- was having a conversation, and I was like, "Man, how do people get mad at Giannis for what he does? That's his game. Oh man, he just go out there and just run over people. Oh, uh, he don't... But we make it, We making excuses. We've, we Oh man, that was wrong. He shouldn't have got fouled like that. But y'all don't want to see Giannis barrel through people. What he supposed to do? That's his game. Do you want to cry about Giannis barreling over the guy from Boston? Okay, he got in the way. They didn't call a foul. What Giannis supposed to do? Now, that's one player who ain't going to stop, bro. He's going to put his head down and keep doing what he's doing. But no, people want to know Giannis shouldn't do it. He shouldn't be allowed to just come up court and run into people and run over people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the way he played basketball. That's the way you need to play. Y'all understand? I'm not going to be denied. I'm not going to be denied. And it's up to the ref to blow the whistle. It's up to the ref to blow it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, this league is so crazy, D, that you say that, man, because it's like (laughs) the, the years and the years go on, the league just gets softer and softer and softer the crime pick and that's one thing I just hate I hate to see the whining and Le- that's one that's one of the one things that I hate about LeBron the, the whining I'm like man and then you just see all the star players be whining I'm like just go play bro I'm with you bro just go play basketball it's the playoffs like it got to stop dude they got to they got to fix they got to really fix this man and Ease up on how this stuff going, but they wanna they wanna protect, you know, you're supposed to take the protect the players. I understand it. But come on, man, regular season, all-star. This is the playoffs, man. They're supposed to get nasty, they're supposed to get rugged. Y'all gotta fix this. Like it, it, it has a start, and these players gotta stop being so soft. And I'm like, man, this is it's crazy. No, you can't touch me. No, I want you can't guard. You can't you can't play up on me. I'm looking at D Book yesterday. I'm like, bro, stop whining, bro. No, he cried to every. Week. I'm like, but God, you want to You want everybody to iso? You don't want to be double teamed? He cried after every. To somebody double team you. <laughs> you want to iso the whole game? This is basketball, bro. You from to iso the whole game? Yeah, man. Like, stop whining. I I, I don't get it, D. I, For me, the the whining is just insane. It's crazy. But this league definitely, definitely is very, very soft now.
0: Yeah, man. I'm, I'm sick of We got some breaking news into the sports there. So, like, Coach Monty Williams, all right, from the Phoenix Suns, has just been named Coach of the Year. I'm waiting to see if you gonna play or not. Uh, you got Robert Williams for the Celtics. He is out tonight, Game 4 against the books. That's a big, uh... Oh, man. That's a big piece that Boston's gonna he need. He's out tonight? He's out tonight with that's, that's, in his left knee. The
2: oh, big kid man. with the dreads. He is oh, out tonight. Man. Yeah, that's So, a that's a big,
0: big piece, man. So, I'm still waiting to see if Jaw is in or out, though. They said he was out, right? I didn't see confirmation that he was out. Okay. I didn't All see right. confirmation. Maybe I missed it, but I didn't see confirmation that he was out. Now, I know the betting odds have shifted, so I am guess they're leaning towards Ja uh, being out. They get Dylan Brooks back. We'll see. This thing is over. Dang. This thing is over if Jaw don't play tonight. Let's go ahead and start there, because uh, I'm done with the softness of the league. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with Golden State. I guess, yeah, it's the only proper that we start off with Golden State and um uh Memphis Black. I got something to say about Steph Curry in a second, but just this series, man, to me it just just did just didn't live up. Didn't live up. Well, what you missing out of this series? Well, I'm thinking we were gonna get a old guard championship, just DNA Golden State Wars trying to reclaim their throne. And we we're gonna get this young, upstart, young team, and we were just gonna get an all-out, flat out war. That's what I thought we was gonna get. I thought every game was gonna be close, hard playoff basketball. I thought we, I thought that's what we was gonna see. But we ain't seeing that. We seeing mm-hmm. crying, complaining, dirty plays, injury. We seeing all kinds of stuff go down. And now mm-hmm. this thing is over. If John Morant can't play tonight, they going down three games to one, and them boys going home back in Memphis <laughs> on uh, on Wednesday night. That's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Now I know the Memphis Grizzlies went twenty and four without Jaw in the regular season. But the Warriors, it's the wrong team that they have your best player against because they're going to smell it. And they at home. they going to smell it. I think the Warriors absolutely blow the Grizzlies out tonight. Mm. I'm taking the Warriors by 20 to take a three games and one lead. Black, what you got on the series? And do the Grizzlies have any fighting chance when it looks like Morant being out? Um... Man, I already
2: kind of had. I already felt like the Warriors were going to win this series quickly, and it wasn't going to be much of, you know, seeing what we gonna get from Memphis in this series because the because the Warriors got that DNA and they got that championship DNA. But like you say, it's been a lot of crying, a lot of. a lot of dirty basketball playing, refs the refs heavy on the whistle. Coaches whining. I mean, like it's just been a lot of the extra stuff that you don't want in a series. If we didn't have all the extra stuff, this potentially could have been a really really good series. But game three, I mean, game three was kind of we were out, and you know you tried to pay to it as much as you could, but it seemed like Memphis was just all over the place, couldn't get no, no whiff of no wits about itself. Why, uh, I mean, just it—it it, it was bad to watch, and it got blown out in Game Three. So, with if, it with Ja on the court. So, if Ja don't play tonight, who knows what—who knows what'll happen? But you know, Memphis has, like you said, they've they been, have they, they been good all year in the regular season. But they also have good coaching as well. So, hopefully, that they can adjust, getting Dylan Brooks back, and play as a team and find a way to make it inter. I still—it's still a chance to make this series interesting. It's still a chance that they can get something done, but if they don't got jaw tonight, it's going to be really, really difficult tonight for them to win this basketball game. And like you said, when you got Draymond, when you got Draymond, uh, Steph and Clay, they smell blood, bro. They are gonna take you out. They are gonna take you out because they didn't they didn't won championships before, and they know what it take. So uh, if he doesn't play tonight, D, I agree with you. It's over. It's going to be over, over back in Memphis
0: Wednesday night. It's over. Real quick before we move off this series. <laughs> Another player that I'm sick and tired of getting passes. Another player that I'm sick and tired of not having conversations about is Stephon Wardell Curry. Uh-oh. I watch so far in these playoffs, late in games, when games are tied and his team needs a bucket, he does not get them one. He don't get him one. But when his team is up 10 to 15, late in the fourth quarter, he started dropping big time shots from half court, doing the shimmy and rolling around, having a good time on the floor. Him and Jordan Poole was doing a do do at the end of the game three because they was up big. Every time Steph Curry needs a bucket, you can go all the way back to the 2016 finals. He ain't made one. When his team has needed him to take over, he hadn't delivered. Am I taking away from Steph's greatness? No. Is Steph still a top five player in this league right now? Yeah. Is Steph Curry still one of the greats? Yeah. Greatest shooter ever? Yeah. Do I like Steph Curry? Yeah. But I pay attention to these games. When it's late, this is the guy that y'all said at one point in time was best in this league. This ain't got nothing to do with LeBron. This ain't got nothing new to do with LeBron. So I don't, don't nobody hit my phone, telling me, oh, LeBron, this LeBron, this ain't got nothing to do with LeBron. I'm going off what y'all tell me that Wardell is. And that's what my black was telling y'all a couple weeks ago was levels to this. When you get to that stage, can you deliver on the stage? Can you deliver? Seth Curry don't got a finals MVP. If he doesn't get one, it will haunt him in this conversation. He needs it. And I don't want to see late games happen again and he goes missing. Now we got to rely on Jordan Poole. And now we got to rely on Clay to get a big bucket. Well, where's the former two time MVP? Where's the United's MVP? Where's the greatest shooter of all time? Why is he clanking, missing wide open jumpers and wide open threes late when his team needs it? But when they up 20 or 25, he hit everything in the sun. It's called pressure. That's what it's called. Mm. I just want to throw that out there. I'm watching Curry very, very closely. I'm watching him closely. So either the Warriors go home in these playoffs or they win a championship. We will talk about him when this is all said and done. Because he needs to be in this conversation with Durant. Durant shouldn't be by himself. Curry needs to be over there with him. These are the guys. These are the guys who y'all said was the best. But only one of those guys in that pool, and I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> only one of those guys. We've seen in those moments. In the finals, the Get it done on multiple, multiple occasions. I just want to say that about Steph Curry before we move on. All right, Black, let's get into game. Well, we got game four tonight, Celtics and Bucks. What a game on Saturday night. Bucks lead this series two games to one. We mentioned earlier in the show that Robert Williams, a key piece for the Celtics, is out with knee soreness. That's a big piece for Boston not to have. Black. Can Boston, can Tatum, can Brown, can Smart Can they get a rallying crowd around them tonight To even this thing up at 2-2 Or will Giannis and the Bucks Of his defenders and his shooters Go with three games in one tonight And put the stranglehold The stranglehold On the Celtics tonight Man
2: Not having Robert Not having Robert Williams down there in the middle Man that's going to really suck for them Boston really need this game but I'm looking at this thing, man. Like it's just like Giannis don't he he not finna be denied, bro. Man, I went to I went to McDonald's and asked for two twenty piece nuggets, man. <laughs> My boy gave him forty two. <laughs> he gave more forty. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro. And this is what I be talking. Giannis so dominant, bro. You can't just it's nothing you can do with this man. And, and and I like what I saw from Boston for them to be able to fight back in this game and had the opportunity. If the basket was good or not, you know, I didn't think it was good, but a lot of people thought it was good. But I think I think Boston really, they have to try to steal this game. If they don't steal this game or tie this thing up, it's going to be over for them in Boston, bro. Mm. It's going to be over for them in Boston because Giannis is becoming one of those players. You know, I was told Giannis ain't a – Giannis ain't a uh, – a great—he's not one of—he's not considered one of those great players yet. He's only been doing this the past two years, but he's been dominant with it. We just seen this man in the finals drop fifty-two points and said bye-bye to the Phoenix Suns. But now we're seeing again—he's playing the Boston Celtics and he's dominating these teams without this without his co-partner. Mm. And Chris Chris Middleton is sitting back chilling. Chilling, getting healthy. This game tonight, Boston has to have it. I believe Boston got a chance they could win this game if they put everything together. But not having Robert Williams, that's a key piece. But they still play great as a team together. Jason Tatum, you got to come about your wits, bro.
0: He had a bad game game three. He did you not have a good game. You got to come about
2: your wits, bro. He had a bad game. He didn't have the best game in game two either. You got to come about your wits, bro. I need to see you.
0: We, we just talked t- about you. We need to see D top just,
2: five. D just... just Throw you, yeah. T- Top five, yeah.
0: Top five player.
2: I need to see you, bro. These the times I need to see you.
0: Yeah. This
2: is the spot. If you want to be one of those guys, yeah. This is the spot I need to see you in. You know what Giannis gonna bring? And I need you to be like, okay, Giannis, okay, we let's do it. Let's do this. Give us something. I want to. I want to see this series go seven games. I want to see it, but Giannis is just that good. And in the book, he's not going to be denied. If the Bucks win this tonight, D is over in Boston in
0: five. Wow. Wow. So this is a game I really can't call because my gut is telling me that Tatum and Brown will respond. Smart will respond. Boston will get a close win tonight and Milwaukee. And this thing will go back to Boston tied 2 two for a pivotal game five. That's what my gut is telling me. But I told y'all. If you in the East right now, you not coming out of there. He not letting you out. Giannis and these boys, man, this is a different type of ball club, man. There ain't no sexy superstars, none of that on this team. You look at Connerton, be stank with them high socks. Grayson got on ankle socks. Giannis out here running around with no wristband, no nothing. No, the boys just out there running. Bro, why people get so mad at Giannis Game, bro? Like, Because it, it ain't sexy. It ain't like D-Book. It ain't D-Book. It ain't Tatum. It ain't sweet. It ain't none of that. He's just running it down the lane and yamming it on your neck. So, I hope that this goes seven as well. But this thing is going to be on Jason Tatum tonight. Jason Tatum, will you respond? You've been deemed alpha guy in Boston. It was you and Jalen Brown coming up, coming up, coming up. You surpassed Jalen Brown. You, you deserve that spot To be numero uno For the Boston Celtics Will you respond We will see I'm still taking the Bucks In six games Like I called it earlier But Black is right If this game goes 3-1 On Wednesday night Cancun on three One, two, three Cancun For the Boston Celtics For sure Charles Evans I hope you're listening out there Cause your boys are in trouble <laughs> in trouble. All right, Black, let's go ahead and stop by uh let's go to uh Philly and Miami. Okay, Philly and Miami, they are now 2-2. Another reason Joel and B should be MVP. The Miami, he was up two games and nothing and blow out fashion to South Beach, but then when they come home, they didn't know who I was until I wore the mask. Joel Embiid service with that Black Phantom mask on, and now this thing is 2 2 going back to Miami. And boy, Jimmy said F that mask. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that thing had me hollering when I seen that. But, Black, Joel's importance to his team. Mm-hmm. We had a huge James Harden siding last night 32 points, 12 assists, and six rebounds from Harden. 16 in the fourth. He, yeah, he went berserk and kind of gave his team what they needed. Joel still had his 24 and 10. But what does he mean to them, man, bringing Everything. him back? And now we have a 2-2 series, and this thing is open. The 76ers could get rid of the Miami Heat. What you think? Hey, look, man, I told people this series was going to be
2: back and forth. Mm-hmm. When they was like, man, uh, Miami finna get these boys up out of here. I said, bro, nah, they they're going back to Philly, bro. And I said, if Embiid play, bro, this thing can turn around. I don't. Who's to say that they'll be up 2-0 if Embiid was playing to Miami? Who's to say that? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it, it it was it was good to see James Harden look uh have a good game. We we hadn't been seeing it. Yeah, we've been it hard on to, him. You know, don't get me now listen to me now. I need to see Mo. I need to really see Mo from him because we know what he's capable of. Somebody he's a former MVP. He can score the ball at will. He just been really struggling. We just said last week his best days are behind him. People have been been going at his neck, you know, all month since yeah, the playoff we been, started. We've we, we been a part of, you know, of it. so it's good to see him have a good game and be able to take over for them and put them over over the top. And I think for this series, D, it's a critical spot for Miami. This game five is big time. I think whoever win five, win the series, D, I'm, in, uh, in my in yeah, my opinion. Okay, okay, I think whoever win game five can uh can win this series. But the different this time. Game five in Miami and B is going to be on the floor. He is. NBA he is. is on the floor. So I want to see how uh, Miami hand- handles this. Miami hadn't been looking, you know, they've been fighting, clawing, but Miami hadn't been looking how they've been looking in when they was playing in South Beach, down in South Beach. You know, and, and, and it seemed like Philly's starting to get in that energy, starting to believe, and then I guess when you're getting Embiid back, that'll make you feel a lot better about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think they just need to. I think they need to keep following suit what they've been doing these two games in Philadelphia, and I believe that they can um make something happen in – they can make something happen in Miami. But it's very interesting. I'm I'm still gonna stick with my pick. I think I think I picked Miami to you win did. this series. We both did. I think I'm gonna stick with Miami to win this series. I think they get it done in Game Five and go in to win this series and close and close Philly out.
0: I'm nervous for the Heat. I'm nervous for them because I feel like the Heat needed to run through Philly. I think they needed to run through Philly, get a game in Philly, and have this thing 3 1. It's a very interesting spot for them. It's 2 2 now. The expectations and the pressure are now on Jimmy Butler, now on Eric Spostro. Where the hell is Duncan Robinson at? Ain't seen him on the floor. Is yeah, he hurt? Is, is the what's ankle hurt? Going on? What's going on? What's up with the rotation? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get what's going on. You need offense. In the second half, you haven't been getting great shooting. Tyler Hero struggled in both games in Philadelphia. So what's going on? Bam out of Bayou and Jimmy Butler, you know, they've been doing their thing. And Jimmy tried to be a superhero last night. Just didn't have enough in the tank. Yeah, he gave you 40, but wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And now we sitting at 2-2. Joel is motivated now. He was not named MVP. Now he's going down to South Beach. And this is the place where his team couldn't get a win because he wasn't on the floor. He's going to be motivated more than ever. Can James Harden continue to ride the wave? I love Maxi. Can he continue to be that spark plug for Philadelphia? Can Thibault and Tobias Harris pitch in like they did on the road? Thibault, Maxi, and Harris was hooping in Miami. They just didn't have enough. I'm leaning towards the 76ers getting this thing done. Mm, you on. Know. I'm leaning towards the 76ers getting this thing done, even if they lose game five. Okay. I believe they could win six and seven. I believe that they could, but I'm going to tell you this here. If Philadelphia win game five in South Beach, it's over. Mm. It's over. It's over. It's over. On Thursday night Game 6 It's yeah. over It's over So this is a tough one here Because The Heat Was riding on MB Not being available But now he's available And now you're sitting At 2-2 two, two. And 2 And look That win for the last night They needed that that was a hard fault win. They, that game was sipping at their hands the whole second half. What you think a game like that does for James
2: Harden? Uh, I think it boosts his confidence. To, yeah, his confidence moving forward. James
0: yeah. ain't what he used to be athletically. He can't get around as quick as he used to. He's relying on his handle, his spacing with his footwork, and try to get a shot off. He mixed it up last night in the second half, which I said. I said, James needed to mix it up. You're coming off that dribble, they know you're gonna step back. Go to the cup. He started going to the rack. James can get to the rack. He's six foot five. He can get to the rack and get a layup off the glass. Even though Jimmy Butler blocked the hell out of him in the second half when he to try and do that step back. I'm like, oh, he done. He washed. <laughs> but he started mixing up. He's going to have to start playing with his head. It's going to be really interesting to see what kind of confidence James Harden is going to be having going into this game down in South Beach. It could pay dividends for the 76ers, or would the Heat role players respond? Would the Heat role players respond, and would they get their much-needed win at home? We're going to see. I'll be glued to the TV just like y'all, and we'll see what's going down. All right, now. You've been waiting (laughs) for it. Before we get into this, now. (laughs) Shout out Monty Williams, man. While Black was talking, I couldn't hear, but I was watching him. They were giving him the Coach of the Year award. Shout out Coach Monty Williams, man. Me, on a personal note, I've been following Monty Williams – um, sad story But I've been following him Ever since You know He lost his wife In that car accident It's gotta be what man When he was with the Assistant coach With the Thunder Yeah it's gotta be yeah. I don't know man Probably about 7 years 6-7 years Yeah Ago So I've been following him closely Because I was so amazed At how he spoke At his wife's funeral And that time And situation That him and his children His young children At the time were in I was just so amazed How strong a man Could be in that moment And hear him speak the way that he spoke in that moment about life and his family and his wife and saying, don't have pity for me. Don't feel sorry for me. Like, I I was in disbelief. So, I've been following him very, very, very closely just as a fan of his. Mm -hmm. Just of the man that he is. That he appears to be. Obviously, I don't know him personally, but no one has nothing but excellent things to say about him. So... It was very cool to see him win this award. You saw his family. His kids are much older. Monty has recently remarried in the last year. So his new wife was there. So it was just cool to see, man, as Black was talking. I just want to show Coach Monty Williams the love, man, because I don't know the condition that I personally would be in if anything happened to my wife and I had young children and how I would be able to go. I, I can't even imagine what that thing could be like. And I hope I never have to go through that. But just to see that guy... Yeah. Go through what he's going through and be and recognize in the way that he is. And he got a damn good team in Phoenix who could possibly win a championship. The same way I root for Chris Paul, I'm rooting for him too, man. So I just want to show Coach Monty Williams so love. Let's get to it. <laughs> I sat up here and I told y'all last week, Mavs and Seven. I told y'all last week. I know what y'all was thinking, games one and two, boy. Y'all said, "But that boy D over there looking foolish. <laughs> the Suns put it on the Mavs, games one and game two in Phoenix. And I was over here myself like, man, I was wilding, boy. I don't know what I was thinking, dog. Suns and six, you heard me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was over here saying. But boy, 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 when that thing got back to Dallas, Ooh-wee. that boy Luca, and that thing was jumping in black the key moments in this series is what's happening to Chris Paul. Turnover machine. Can't score the basketball. It is a situation. We are 2-2. Black, are you nervous about your pick? Is it still Suns and Six? Or you think the Mavs got a sneaky chance of getting this thing done? I'm going to stick with my picks, man. I'm going to stick with all my
2: picks. I'm still going to say Suns and Six. But first, man, I got to say something, man. Like we gotta do something about these fans man oh my like, god I, let, yes sir let me tell you something bro let, yes, sir. let, let me go oh, let me go out east real quick oh my goodness to the
0: lane. let me
2: let me tell y'all something man i don't care what's going on i don't care about no profession i don't care about none of that but you touch my you touch my queen and you touch my mama you gotta see me man now that little jerk that was sitting by up behind the bitch, bruh, that put his hands on Chris Paul's wife, bruh, my homeboy
0: was sitting courtside. I'm like, bruh, handle that. He ain't had to say nothing. You ain't got to say anything. Because by the time you're turning around, he out of here. You don't do that, bruh. These,
2: when these teams go on the road, bruh, they shouldn't have to deal with stuff like that. Just and I don't scut. blame Chris Paul saying, you finna see me. You got to see me. You got to see me, bruh. And I hope Chris Paul got to his neck. I know they probably didn't, but boy, I... I just I just hope Chris Paul be like find out everything you need to find out about him and we need to go see him. He need to wear ass whooping. I'm sorry. These fans out D, I don't know I don't know how you feel about it, but these yeah. fans have to stop. They, line. they have to stop disrespecting these teams when they come in and play in the building in the arena. Mm-hmm. You're not finna disrespect my loved ones. Elf. This is a this is a game we playing here. Yeah, we competing. Yeah, Dallas show team, but be respectful about it. Be respectful now. Nah. Mm-hmm. Now nah, he should be banned for the rest of his life. For life. Cause you don't put your hands on my wife and on my wife and my mama. Mm-hmm. That's a no no, bruh. Stuff like that to get you killed, bruh. ASAP. No Rocky. You heard me. Chris Paul was willing his rights, bruh. Ew. This ain't about the game no more, bro. This is about respect. And what you ain't going to, and the lines you not going to cross, bro. Ever. And I'm just sick of it, D. I'm just I'm just tired of seeing it. And it's like we hear it so often now. It's becoming with normal. somebody going on with fans or somebody saying this. It's becoming normal. <laughs> it's crazy. Like Josh said, some of the Warriors fans said something. Uh, the N-word to him. Come. I'm like, man, this, this got to stop. Sports, y'all man. taking it over y'all taking, y'all taking it too far They're supposed
0: to be fun Sports It's supposed to be fun fun. But yeah. y'all want to show y'all behind mm-hmm. Yeah you right about that I mean they need to do something about this man The NBA need to get tighter and tighter They need to get more security I mean at the scene at the And then I got an alert from the Dallas Mavericks As you was talking Telling the fans told him he was trying to hug Chris Paul mama For what? You don't know this man, Mama, or this man. Why would you try to hug somebody for? <laughs> this all I'm gonna oh, say right here, man. man. This all I'm gonna say. And Black kind of said it all. <laughs> I don't care where I'm at. You can ban me. Don't it care. don't matter. We could be in church. We could be at Bush Gardens. We could be at your granddaddy house. We could be at a Pop Warner game. We could be anywhere in the world. If a joker think they good enough to put their hands on my mama and on my wife, that will be your last time touching anything. What is wrong? You pay your hard-on money to go watch a game. You don't pay your hard-on money to be a part of the game. You want to know why you can't be a part of the game? Because you can't hoop. Fans need to get under control. Dave, I mean, uh, 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 Adam Silver In the NBA, y'all better beef up the security because I'm telling y'all, it's gonna uh, take the right one. It's gonna take the right one. Somebody gonna turn around at the right time. They gonna be in the stands
2: because I'm pretty sure if Chris Paul wasn't ahead of a, a basketball or something for the players, he would have probably been up there.
0: I it's know gonna I would. Take, it's gonna take one time. Look here, bro. It's gonna take one time. We gonna like, turn on sports in like one day? D just say bro. You wouldn't even have to say nothing. Oh, not a word. Not a word. By the time you would have turned around, am looking I'm looking. I'm, looking I'm like,
2: okay, look at these dudes in the suns jersey sit behind him. Oh, I'm finna hit him. I don't care if you got a suns jersey. Oh, you feel that?
0: You should have burned. You feel, You should have? You should have got a
2: free lick? A free lick in? Put <laughs> b- put bruh to rest. Amen. <laughs> Bye.
0: Put him to rest. For touching, for touching his this man's family Ain't got nothing to do with them people man Leave them people alone Them people that are support
2: they people And I know Chris Paul's wife Like man this is This, this is, is crazy Because this is not the first time This happened to her It's not It happened to, in, in, in LA last year When it gets the Clippers And they
0: kids there Like I'm like man This is it, crazy D What the NBA <laughs> need to do Just like the NFL do Put these people's families in suites Put them <laughs> upstairs Put them in suites Put them in suites because ain't nobody finna touch John Morant daddy. He can do whatever he wanna do. Cause I know that boy got that thing on him <laughs> on the floor. I know John Morant daddy laced. And they ain't scanning him when he in of building. Ain't nobody saying nothing to John daddy. <laughs> well, put, put the kids, put the kids and your mom and your wife up there in the sweet NBA. Come on, let's do better. Let's do better. All right, let's get to the series. Uh, the sons in trouble, Black. Oh, uh,
2: they ain't in trouble, man. All like right. I told you, I'm gonna I'm stay pat. I think the Suns get this done, Chris. I think Chris is gonna be very, very upset, very mad come Game Five in <laughs> Phoenix. I think they, I think they respond, and I think they still close this out in six. I think they went back to back games. I think they went back to back games. Chris has been very poor. He has he been very piss poor in this series for some reason. I just, yes, I mean, well, in in Dallas, he has, but he has. <clears throat> the thing for Dallas for me ain't been Luca. Uh, my what's his name? Finley, what, 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 Finney what, Smith, Finley, Smith. This guy has been torching the Suns, and I mean like indeed, and did and this was so crazy about it? He's staying so locked in. He's doing it defensively as well. And what and the thing he the way he's been shooting the ball. Not only him, you got uh your boy with the dreads. I can't think. Of, oh man, I forget, forget his name. Uh, what's his name? With the who? With the Dreads, who played for oh, New York uh, last year. I forget his
0: name. I get his name.
2: But uh him is is him and Cleebler and Finley. I mean and uh Vinny Smith. Smith. And these guys are lighting it up. They all shooting over 40% from three mm-hmm. in the playoffs, D. And it's, it's 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 amazing to watch. That's been the key. But like you said, Luca has been getting these guys the ball. He's been getting everybody involved. And um, what's my guy name on uh The show. Mike Mike Wilbon said it. If Luka can get anywhere from ten to twelve assists, they're going to win this game, and Luka did just that. He didn't better. He didn't have the best offensive game in this game. But those he had his shooters. Everybody else was getting along. Reggie Bullock. Uh, Reggie Bullock. Uh, Bronson has come along. I'm loving the energy I'm getting from Mm -hmm. Bronson. Like Bronson going at guys like D. Book and Chris Paul. He ain't straying away from them anymore. So hopefully they can keep this going on. I love what they're doing, but. The the Suns, the Suns, the Suns have been on this level. They know what it take. They trying to get back to a final and right or wrong. I think they win game five and game six and close this thing out D. I
0: told you it was on DeAndre Ayton. Where he been at? I said this is gonna be on DeAndre Ayton. Where has he been? Hadn't seen it since game two. Has Chris Paul played terrible? Yeah. Filed out game four. Game four. Uh, turnovers galore in game three He hasn't been good and on the roll But where has DeAndre Ayton been I told you this was his opportunity to make his money And to stay his claim as a dominant big man And he has not done that against the Dallas Mavericks Now the Phoenix go home and take care of business Yes, they're going to take a three game to two lead But they're going to go right back to Dallas and take an L they go Brunson And them boys coming alive in this series In game six And then we're going to get an almighty game seven That's what we're going to get And we're going to see what happens now, deep down inside, I want to see the Suns win the championship this year. I told y'all that. In my heart, in my heart, I want to see the Suns win the championship. I want to see Chris Paul hoist the trophy. That's what I want to see. Game seven will be on May the fifteenth. I think that'll be this coming Sunday, May the fifteenth, or Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. That's what it's going seven. It's going. So, I'm so,
2: going to stick with my pick, man. Yeah, so, so, so if Phoenix win game five, you don't think they can close a
0: in Dallas? No, no, no. Those guys play well. Those role players play well at home. And Dallas got some good pieces. I've been telling you this for a while. Mm-hmm. They got some good pieces around Doncic. He had 11 assists yesterday. He got 11 assists again. They going to win again. They going to win again. This thing going seven in Phoenix, in the desert. And we're going to see what happens. Devin Booker Stop all that whining Bruh <laughs> That nigga be crying I bro. love Devin Booker's game But I can't stand How he be whining I so <laughs> I can't stand it You think can't nobody Touch you Can't nobody do nothing Crying to the referee Phoenix is in the series man And we are gonna see what happens I'm gonna stick with my pick I miles said Mavs Seven, seven. Mavs Seven I'm gonna hold down Okay I'm going to hold down. So, by the time we do this show again next week, we're going to see. Will the Mavs be in the Western Conference Finals and the Suns going home? Or would it be the other way around? We're going to wait and see. All right? So, the NBA playoffs are going strong. Um, I think we've been getting some pretty good playoff basketball for sure. But um, one series that has been disappointing has been the Golden State. And... Memphis other than that the other three series have been pretty good yeah they they've been they have pretty been. good so it may play out very very solid and of course we we get with y'all next week man we'll see where we are we could be in conference we should be in conference final territory uh this time next week now we got the NFL schedule coming up NFL schedule release of the schedule coming up this week so man Black will be jumping in in some form or fashion discussing all the big matchups We'll be talking Jags, Cowboys, Monday Night Football. Got a new look with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman running the show. They got the new Thursday Night Football set up with Kirk Herbstreit and uh, Al Michaels, I believe, is over there doing their thing. So um, I was happy to see Mike Tirico get the head uh, broadcaster spot at NBC – him and Chris Collinsworth. I like Mike Tirico. He's been doing this thing for uh, quite a long time. Oh, for so. uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, Sunday Night oh, Football. Okay, okay. So I'm glad to see Tirico because I like Tirico. I think he do a good job calling the games when uh, he fills in for Al Michael. So we'll be able to see Sunday Night Games, Monday Night Games. We'll be talking about all of the games. Football will be here before we know it. Yeah. I know we're still in May, but uh, training camps and, and, and about all, to kick off soon. all these things about to start taking place. And uh, uh, before you know it, it'll be what uh, August and we'll be getting ready for preseason. All right, so uh, looking forward to it, and uh, you know we'll be here to cover that as soon as those games are released. So that's pretty much gonna wrap up today's show. Black anything before we get out of here? No, man, we just appreciate all the love and support, man. Y'all keep
2: rocking with us. Big things coming, like they said, uh, NFL uh, schedule release. Everything's it's starting to pick up, pick up for us. You know we have a little dead spot, but we're gonna find some things to do once you know whenever basketball over, but. Right after basketball, you start getting into things for football and getting prepared for college football as well. So excited about what we got going on, what we're going to do moving forward. Excited about YouTube that's going to start. Mm-hmm. So, man, y'all keep rocking with us, man.
0: Appreciate all the love and support that we get. Yeah, we'll be coming to YouTube soon. YouTube soon. So you guys can see us, man. We'll be having some visual content that we'll be putting on there. Shout out to the NPN Network, uh, RL, for holding us down and pushing this content forward. And uh, we'll just keep uh, rolling our episodes week after week, all right? So until the next time, you guys be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves. We're getting ready to get out of here and watch some playoff basketball. In two minutes, you got the Celtics and the uh, Bucks getting ready to tip off. So we want to be in place for that. And uh, like I said, we'll see you guys next week Thank you for all the support, all the love Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend Tell your granddaddy, your daddy, your uncle Your old lady, your old man Your side piece, your barber Your, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 your, 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 your teacher Whoever it is, they in the sport They need to holler at D, they need to holler at Black And uh, holler at them boys that they call The sportsologists And we will get them right Alright, be cool and we'll holler at y'all for sure <laughs>
2: Hey bro, listen to the sports desk. Hey this reduce lunch sports, man. Come on. Now. No, no, no. You're listening to the sports show, New Sports Desk.